whether they could be seen or not. As far as Rowdy knew, he himself hadn't said that word since the last time he'd suspected Cranston was up to something. It never failed that the F word slipped out whenever that little bastard was messing in their lives. Holding his hand up in a wait gesture to the driver, Cranston closed the passenger door to the excursion and began walking quickly to the marina offices. He wasn't as fat as he was the last time they'd seen him, Rowdy noted to himself. Not that he'd been overly round, but he had been a bit portly. His brown hair was still a little thin in the front, though, cut short everywhere else and standing on end as the wind whipping off the leg only made it worse. The tan suit he wore was rumpled and wrinkled, as though he'd slept in it for more than a few days. Beneath the suit, it appeared he might have been working out just a little. Frowning, Rowdy glanced to Natchez, wondering whether he'd noticed. Natchez wasn't saying anything if he had. Giving an irritated snort, Natchez turned and paced back to the desk in the chairs Rowdy had placed behind it for his cousins. Cranston's chair sat all by its lonesome in front of the desk. Stepping back from the door and crossing his arms over his chest, Rowdy scowled as Cranston pushed into the office, his hand moving to smooth his hair back rather than running his fingers through the normally disheveled strands. And he looked more harried than usual. If Rowdy wasn't mistaken, the former Homeland Security special agent in charge of investigations looked downright worried and possibly even a little uncertain. Rowdy, damn good to see you. Cranston frowned as he stepped into the office and extended his hand. You ignored my invitation to the party last week, by the way. Shaking his hand, Rowdy raised his brows in surprise. That was really from you? I couldn't believe it. I was afraid it was a trick to get us all in one place to kill us all at once. Cranston's frown turned suspicious, and evidently the innocent smile Rowdy gave him did nothing to alleviate the suspicion. Cranston's jaw tightened. Turning to Dog and Rowdy, he sighed deeply. Dog was still engrossed in his newspaper, and now Natchez had a part of it, the comics no less, and appeared just as involved in it. So that's how it's going to be, Cranston muttered, sounding strangely disappointed. The look he shot Rowdy had a curl of shame rearing its head that only managed to piss Rowdy off. Hell, He had no reason to feel ashamed. What did you expect? Rowdy asked as he walked to the desk and took his seat behind it. Come on, Cranston. We know you. When you make one of your infamous requests that we all meet you together, it means you're going to pull us into one of your schemes, get us shot at, and piss our wives off. We're not playing this time. Yet here you all are. Timothy waved his hands out to encompass the room that glimmer of somber disappointment still gleaming in his eyes. Out of curiosity, Rowdy assured him as both Dog and Natchez lowered their papers with a snap. The other man sighed, tiredly, before moving to the desk, though he didn't sit down. There's no scheme, he assured them, his voice matching the resignation in his brown eyes. Sure there's not, Dog expressed doubtfully. You're still breathing. That means there's a scheme. The party was thrown, Dog. He singled Dog out, and it wasn't missed by any of them, especially Dog. To allow you to meet four young women and their mother. We're not bodyguards, nor are we in the market for a woman.
Dog snapped. At this point, Cranston sat down, slowly. His brows lowered, his brown eyes darker and flickering with what Rowdy had always said were the fires of hell. It was actually the green coming out in the dark hazel of his eyes. They just appeared brown until he was pissed. He was pissed now. He watched the three of them silently, his jaw clenched and granite hard. At what point have you failed to miss the fact that I am completely besotted by your wives and children? And since you acquired those wives and children, at what time have I asked you to do anything dangerous? He asked them then, and Rowdy had to admit he hadn't expected to hear that edge of some emotion akin to hurt in the agent's tone. Dog and Natchez both put their papers aside as Rowdy tensed. They'd seen Cranston in a lot of different moods, but they rarely saw him pissed off at them.